This is the APS China Monthly. April 2022. The briefing. Internet roller coaster. Chinese technology stocks suffered a sharp sell-off in the beginning of March, with the crane shares CSI China Internet ETF dropping over 36% during the first two weeks of the month. Concerns over weakening fundamentals, as well as fears of delistings from Wall Street, drove the panic. Before a sharp rebound on the back of supportive remarks from Vice Premier Liu He, Beijing supports the markets. Liu He announced on March 16 that measures will be taken to support the economy and the market. He said the government will continue to support companies that seek listings in overseas markets, while improving plans to govern the platform economy. Concrete actions to bolster the economy would be taken, including accommodative monetary policy and loan growth. Top two talk Ukraine. President Xi Jinping and President Joe Biden. Held a call on March 18 that produced little in terms of concrete results on the geopolitical front. While both stressed the need for a diplomatic solution in Ukraine, they disagreed on the use of sanctions, as she said they could quote trigger serious crises in global economy and trade unquote. Three orange lines. China put its plans to expand its property tax trials on hold, while many cities have eased restrictions and lowered mortgage rates to spur demand. The moves are made to counterbalance efforts to remove financial excesses from the sector as highly leveraged property developers continue to struggle. Dynamic zero. China's National Health Commission issued new guidelines that narrow the scope while aiming to lower completion times of mass testing. The recent outbreak in Shanghai reflects the modified approach, as the city will be sealed off in two stages, with each lasting five days. The adjustments are a sign that Beijing aims to strike a balance between its goals of zero COVID benefits and costs. And now, the APS China Monthly. Alphas from a Modern China, by Stella Zhang. Identifying long-term trends is a cornerstone of our investment process as socio-economic developments, business trends, etc. in China tend to be long-lasting. China has an advantage over other developing countries whose GDP per capita once crossed USD 10,000, such as Turkey, Mexico, Brazil, or Argentina, in that it has a stable political regime. China's leadership share mutual beliefs, goals, and a common vision. Their current mission is to build China into a super modern 21st century nation by 2050. Unlike in many other countries where government officials are often swayed by two to four year election cycles, China's key policies are often driven by generational objectives. 
This is the reason why APS strives to truly understand China, to both take advantage of these trends as well as avoid risks. Investment alphas come in different shapes, colors, and size. Hence, we at APS believe that the source of alpha differs from company to company. We therefore view portfolio construction through an alpha lens, rather than a risk budget. We classify alphas in four broad categories, structural, dynamic, economic, and opportunistic. To ensure alpha diversification, we search for more than a dozen varied alpha clusters. Alpha clusters are groupings of companies that share common business drivers, including growth rates and risk. Consumption upgrading is an alpha cluster born of increasing affluence, a long-term trend we identified when we first launched our China strategy 18 years ago. This alpha cluster has included names like Kuizhou Maotai, which we have held since 2004. China has transformed from a labor-intensive, low-value-add economy to a capital-intensive and innovation-driven, high-value-add economy. This point is reaffirmed in the Zhejiang Grand Plan launched last year. America's technology ban has accelerated the nation's plan to develop its own technology. We have added several alpha clusters that ride on this innovation drive. Satellite-Based Artificial Intelligence Topography China's nascent satellite topography market has developed rapidly, having grown at a CAGR of 47.4% from 2016 to 2019, reaching CNY 15.5 billion. The top two players only currently command a combined 10% market share. Satellite-based artificial intelligence topography technology acquires 3D data at a high speed and is not restricted by harsh geographies such as mountains, glaciers, and deserts. This new technology has a wide range of applications, and its use has extended from the military to multiple commercial areas. The 14th five-year plan aims to increase annual launches of remote-sensing satellites to 300, a tenfold increase. We can expect rapid growth of downstream applications in the next five years, as it would substantially reduce remote-sensing data costs. Furthermore, the ratio of applications market size to the cost of satellite hardware in the U.S. is 9 to 1, compared to 3 to 1 in China, leaving ample growth potential for players such as Geovis. Geovis is China's digital earth pioneer, with a leading position in R&D and industrialization. Beyond its origins in military applications, Satellite-based AI topography has a wide range of potential civilian applications that utilize AI supercomputing, taking Google Earth's use cases as a guide. Some examples are meteorology, transportation, ecology, emergency response, forestry, ocean, and asset management. 
The automated real-time big data processing at high speeds and the related application software presents high entry barriers. Demand is increasing across a variety of commercial applications and will potentially lead to software-as-a-service business models for both business and consumers. The company intends to onboard at least 200 million registered users by the end of 2028, becoming the largest online digital earth service portal in China. Digitalization of the Economy Digitalization of the economy is at the heart of China's modernization plan and spans manufacturing, power grid, fintech, healthcare, industrial IoT, supply chain, and almost every economic activity. Industrial software is the core technology of China's fourth industrial revolution, i.e. Industrial 4.0. As the third industrial revolution was represented by automation and computer-assisted production lines, Industrial 4.0 typically refers to the digitalization of manufacturing processes so that intelligent manufacturing can be realized through the integration of production control, business management, and R&D under the same IT network. The penetration of industrial software has just kicked off as more Chinese enterprises aspire to improve quality and efficiency, including shorter production cycles, leaner processes, and lower product defect rates. Given the sheer size of the Chinese manufacturing base and continued upgrade demand, the addressable market is estimated at CNY 200 billion. Foreign players, such as Honeywell and Yokogawa, are the dominant players globally, but they missed the big trend of smart manufacturing in China. Local players, through their deep understanding of the respective equipment, operations, and management models of different clients, have come up with customized software and specific implementation plans for different industries. The market for industrial software solutions is fragmented in nature, and it is not as standardized a product as software for enterprise resource planning, or ERP, or product lifecycle management, or PLM. Companies that develop customized simulation software according to the different equipment and processes of their customers, as well as provide fast turnaround service, repair, and maintenance enjoy huge advantages. Except for a leading player such as Aspen Tech, the other foreign players have been left behind in the area of industrial software in recent years. Zhejiang Supcon is arguably the most successful company in this industry and has ranked first with 28% market share in Distributed Control System, DCS, for the domestic process industry for 10 consecutive years. The company has developed industrial 4.0 series products such as manufacturing execution system, advanced process control, real-time database, and operator training system, on top of its DCS and automation instruments.
Given its accumulated know-how from the implementation of numerous projects in continuous manufacturing environments, such as petrochemical, chemical, or power plants, it can naturally extend vertically to both the lower layer of manufacturing industrial instruments hardware and to the upper layer of more customized industrial software so that it can transform into an overall solution provider of intelligent manufacturing for the process industry. Supcon's smart manufacturing software capability has helped it garner market share in overseas markets in the Middle East, Southeast Asia, and Africa. Semiconductor Materials Silicon Carbide Silicon carbide is the third-generation semiconductor material, which has significant advantages in key parameters, including superior band gap width, breakdown electric field strength, saturated electron drift rate, thermal conductivity, and radiation resistance. Such features satisfy needs of high power, high voltage, and high frequency in the area of electric vehicles, solar energy, power grids, and 5G base stations. Due to the high entry barrier of crystallization and low yield, the production cost of silicon carbide devices is unavoidably high. According to the China Advanced Semiconductor Industry Innovation Alliance, or CASA, the cost of silicon carbide devices in 2019 was more than five times that of silicon-based devices, and CASA estimates that this cost multiple needs to be reduced to two times before there is mass adoption for EVs and other fields. This CASA estimate ignores savings in both cooling system costs and space that will be enabled by using silicon carbide and targets cost parity for EVs while achieving a 10% increase in mileage. The global market size of silicon carbide devices was less than USD 1 billion in 2020, but with the explosion of demand for EVs, the market size is expected to reach USD 50 billion in 2030. Cree, 26, and C-Crystal currently dominate the market. Cree launched an 8-inch silicon carbide substrate sample in October 2019 and plans for mass production in 2022. Zhejiang Ginseng is a leading player which has invested heavily in R&D. Leveraging its accumulated know-how in crystallization technology for solar silicon, semiconductor silicon, and sapphire for the last 16 years, its core capability lies in the growth of crystals, which extends further into the equipment manufacturing of monocrystal furnaces for photovoltaic silicon wafers and semiconductor wafers. It also has made inroads with 8-inch pilot products this year, which will significantly narrow the gap over the international leaders. We believe Ginseng's current valuation has yet to factor in its second and third growth tracks in semiconductor equipment and silicon carbide material. Modernization of Defense 
China has set a goal to modernize its defense capabilities by 2027, the centennial for the People's Liberation Army. The century of humiliation, the dream to unify the country without the interference of external powers, and the need to preserve domestic stability are some of the drivers of this goal. According to statistics from the World Bank, During the past decade, from 2010 to 2020, China's average military expenditure as a percentage of GDP was only 1.73 percent, compared to the U.S.'s 3.88 percent. We believe that China plans to bridge the gap, as evidenced by the budget defense spending growth of 7.1 percent for 2022. A clear acceleration from past years 6.8% year-over-year and 6.6% year-over-year in 2021 and 2020, respectively. We have identified several areas benefiting from this trend. One of which is the air force supply chain. The modernization of the air force is one of the China military's top priorities. According to World Air Force 2021, third and fourth generation combat aircraft comprise 83% and 17%, respectively, of the U.S. Air Force's total fleet, versus just 52% and 2%, respectively, of the PLA Air Force fleet. Based on a forecast by AVIC Securities. During 2020 to 2035, China will produce a total of 3,280 military aircraft, including both net added and replaced, which will double its current fleet. Beijing Beimo Gaoke Friction Material is one of the only two major suppliers of braking systems, wheels, and landing gear for aircraft, with a market share of 50%. The company maintains a 45% net margin due to high entry barriers, superior material technology, considerable price competitiveness over its only rival, as well as strong management. The company will not only benefit from military aircraft fleet expansion, but also after sales, repair, and maintenance, as well as replacement demand. What is not discounted in the stock price is its entry into the civilian aircraft market, which is estimated to account for 50% of total revenue in four to five years' time. China's leaders of tomorrow. China's ambition to modernize the nation throws up enormous investment opportunities. In this note, we have listed several new industries and companies that are less well known to investors. Industries such as e-commerce, fintech, gaming, logistics, social media, and EVs, etc., have been long-time investor favorites. Not only are they overvalued, but their growth rates are slowing down. We believe alphas in coming years. Will be found in new industries, which are catching up fast, and which the government has also identified as critical to its modernization plan. In our assessment, the growth drivers and risks for Geovis, Supcon, Jinsing, and Beimo are disparate 
and therefore offer portfolio diversification, which is also a critical component of our portfolio construction. These emerging industries should provide strong alphas in the years to come. Stella Zhang is one of the mainland Chinese pioneers to practice professional investment management overseas from the mid-1990s. She is among the earliest batch of CFA charter holders in mainland China. Ms. Zhang joined APS in October 1996 after working as an investment analyst with Shanghai International Securities the then-largest stockbroking firm in China. She is currently the Deputy CIO of APS Asset Management, with 28 years of experience investing in China equities, including H-shares, B-shares, and A-shares. Ms. Zhang graduated with distinction in the Bachelor of Arts from Shanghai International Studies University 